Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me a born and raised atheist all about the Bible. So, Jason Dedeker, how y'all doing today? Dedeker, I know you've had a dog wake you up the past few nights. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a rough week. The dog is going through a weird childhood regression phase. <laughs> regression? <laughs> psychiatrist. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Technically, he is still a child. He's still a puppy. He's only nine months, soon to be 10 mm. months. But yeah, he's gone through a phase this week of just waking us up very, very early. And so I'm I'm struggling. But in good news, it's uh, we've had a couple freedom days here in Melbourne. Yes. So we're finally back to feeling like it's real life. Today, all the retail shops are going to open at six o'clock sharp. Wow. For some reason. That's so random. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's very strange. They're like, we're going to have a, a hot minute being open. And wait, 6 o'clock p.m. or a.m.? No, p.m. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. It's, Why? it's really odd. I don't know. I don't know. If we, if we get into the cyclone of questions about right. government policy and decisions around the coronavirus, we'll be here all day. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 I wonder if it's that they assume COVID keeps like reasonable working hours or something like that. Perhaps. Well, so that's yeah. ironic because there is something that I've noticed here in Melbourne. I don't know if this is an Australia-wide thing, if this is a cultural Australian thing. If you are Australian and you can have any insight into this, I'd love to know. <laughs> but I live very close to a shopping area, like a main drag where there's a bunch of little shops. And pretty much all the shops close at like four or five o'clock. And but not today. Part- they open at well, six. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so odd. My partner did ask about that once of a shopkeeper. He's like, so I don't get it because... That's when people are working until, and so no one can really come shop in your store if you close before people are off work. And he said the person in the shop was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> All right. So to say, yeah, they open from six o'clock, then I'm just like, well, do, are the shops going to stay open? Do, do they know that that's when Until all the shops 10. close? I know, it's confusing. But Fascinating. Anyway. Yeah, that's really strange. Going to rush out and go wow. buy a kayak. Buy a dog costume. A jumper. Six o'clock sharp. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. That's good. Lovely. Right, because for those of you listening to this podcast, this is going to come out after Halloween, but we're recording it just a couple of days before Halloween. So, And none of us wore a costume. Wow. Terrible. No, not for the live show. Yeah. We'll post something. Mine's not here yet. Oh. Well, you know, in the evangelical church, celebrating Halloween's a little bit frowned upon. Really? Is it? Oh, depends yeah. on yes. Depends on your... Brand of evangelicalism. your church. Kind of, yeah. Well, my church and Christian school would rebrand it as a, quote, harvest festival because they understand we can't be so cruel as to prevent the children from being able to dress up. Right. That would be really awful. And so you can dress up and come to the harvest festival, but it's not Halloween and you're not allowed to dress as anything really evil like witches or vampires or ghosts. Oh, uh-oh. That's how we celebrate Halloween in the evangelical church. Yeah. What if you dress up in a big boo costume? That's not evil. That's adorable. That would probably slide because I it's think... a video game, maybe. If I'm thinking mm. back to the 90s, a video... I don't know. Most of the adults probably wouldn't really get the reference. And yeah. yeah. There you go. So it would be fine. That'd be a tough one. Probably be, be a tough okay. one to convince them. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but, you know, it's where you dress up as, you know, I guess nowadays it'd be like the Avengers or, you know... Something like the Avenger sure. of Blood. You could you could do a oh. tie in to the Bible. Yeah. I am Jeremy Renner, the Avenger of Blood, and also Black uh, Black Black Hawk? Black 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 Widow? Hawkeye? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Many different amalgamations of the say of two different things together. Yeah. Okay, yes. Now, funnily enough, there was a year that I did dress up as an angel, oh. but not as an accurate angel, as like a cute angel. You didn't have eyeballs all over. Yeah, not the mini eyes. If you really wanted to go with something spooky, you could 100% would be great. lean into being a cherubim and then, you know, the church elders would be like, oh, what is this horror film costume that you're dressed in? And I'll be and like, you're like, read Ezekiel. Did you read Ezekiel? Yeah. 
Did you read it? And then I called him a bad name that I'm not going to say on the show. There you go. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, that we had yet another amazing, very similar sort of vision, or I don't know what you would call it. Would you call it a vision? It felt like a vision to me, but I guess it was actually happening to him. Or was it? Was it all in his head? Yeah, he had had another visitation. Let's call it that. Yeah, visitation. Yes, from God and... Mm -hmm. And, and in people, this one, yeah, we had, things. there was a guy, a scribe going around marking off all the people who are actually sad about the destruction of right. Israel. Well, not sad about the destruction, but people. sad about all the abominable things. People all the abominable yes. things. And then the guy with us, who was the scribe, had to take some fire from the alien, from the cherubim. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. They handed him some fire. And um, that's pretty much all the important points. <laughs> Lots of eyeballs. Didn't you take Ezekiel by the hair? That was yeah. that was last time. Oh, okay, okay. The time before. Okay. He may still have him by the hair. Yeah. As far as we know. Yeah. No, 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 no. So this was, we picked up last time on the same vision as the time before. Like it was all continuous. But then remember in the last episode, he got dropped off. Oh, yes. Where he's like, and then suddenly I woke up and I was here. Oh. And I went and talked to these guys about it because Yahweh told me to. Yes. So, so yeah. Okay. Just like last time, he ended up literally stumbling out of yet another trip. Yeah. 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 On the other he's side hit. of the country. I really hope he's hydrating. Like that's very mm. important. Mm. For I all hope of so us. too. He was strictly rationed to how much water he's allowed to have. That's true. Remember during Yikes. this five hundred days that he's lying on his side or whatever. Perhaps that he also had a specific amount of water he could have each day. I feel like that would amplify the trip. Don't you? Not hydrating? Yeah. Or uh, amplify it maybe not in a good way. It would just like make it worse and scarier perhaps and he would feel awfuler. Well, this sounds like a worse and scarier trip to me thinking about these wheels covered in Mm. eyeballs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And being grabbed by the hair. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, Speaking of hydration, the opposite of that (laughs) is drinking. So what are y'all drinking? Oh, so I'm actually not drinking today because... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well... After a week of of not enough sleep, I just know that if I start my morning out with a drink, I'm not going to stay awake through the rest of this podcast. Mm-hmm. It, it, I'll just fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So instead, it's going to be caffeinated Bible study. I'm having Ooh, a nice matcha. I love your adorable cup. Yeah, and a C-3PO mug, like a door. Wow. That's what I'm drinking. Beautiful. What are y'all drinking? Cheers. Uh, so I made the same thing I did last time, Manhattan. which is this dry Manhattan. So it's dry vermouth mm. instead of sweet vermouth. But... Before we got on this call, Emily was oh, laughing yeah. at me because I was mixing my drink and I went to put this in together. In a Tupperware I container. I don't have no. a shaker. So I put it in Tupperware with ice in, in a lid and was just kind of shaking that around. Also, I don't have any pour spouts here or a jigger. So I had mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. my tablespoon measure and was like measuring it. I converted this is it an to ounce, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, I did the conversions. I asked my, you know. Oh, okay. What a poor deprived child. That's what <laughs> right. I'm saying. Can we buy this man a freaking... No, join, join the Patreon <laughs> so we can bring Jace into the 18th century of cocktail yes, making. I was like, can DBS... I just, I was, I'm sorry. I was horrified. I was, it was not okay. So we need to do something about this. Please, like, we need to start a fund so that Jace can freaking get his own little set. Shake and Jace fund. Bar set. Yeah, indeed. (laughs) All right. Well, I I stopped by work today and picked up some ingredients. Um, This is called a rose quartz. I may have done it on the show Mm -hmm. before, but it's supposed to have, like, a really beautiful gradient, which you can see not as well as I would like in the camera, but... It basically is kind of light down at the bottom, light pink, and then it goes up to this hibiscus on the top here, which is the sort of darker pink. And it has rose water in it, hibiscus, also uh, lemon juice and vodka and agave. It's like all variations on the same freaking thing. <laughs> it's yeah. just a lot. I mean, not all of them, but but this one. You didn't include any aquafaba this time. That's another classic Emily no. drink ingredient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. No, I didn't. I do. Ne- I feel like I need to branch out. The thing is, drinks are, you know, you like what you like, and there's only so many things that you're going to use, probably. But one of these days, you could make the mega Emily cocktail, which is 
a billion fruits, a billion fresh metaled fruits that you just happen to have lying around, some butterfly pea, some aquafaba. Yeah, I, I have all those things. I just didn't choose to utilize them. Somehow it'll create a gradient. <laughs> Amazing. And, uh-huh. Something that you infused yourself. Yes, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah, and that'll be the Emily and everyone will love it. Yeah, okay. Well, people keep saying to go get absinthe, so I need to try to procure mm-hmm. some of that in order to mm-hmm. make that into a cocktail. I haven't had that in a while. It's fun. Is it kind of licorice tasting? Am I remember that correctly? Yeah, like an like an anise tasting. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Right, folks. Alrighty. Okay. So this is going to be kind of a showy episode, which is fine. It's fun um, because we're doing like kind of short chapters today, but that's cool. We're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. So today we're continuing on with Ezekiel. We'll see what kinds of fun things he has in store for us today with Ezekiel thirteen through fifteen. And then we're going to be reading Psalms 65 and 66. As we get started, we'd like to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. Oh, and with that, Ezekiel 13. word of Yahweh came to me, saying, Son of man, prophecy against the prophets of Israel who prophesy. And <laughs> prophecy against the prophets of Israel who Israel prophesy. Who prophesy. Okay. Yep. And say you to those who prophesy out of their own heart, hear you the word of Yahweh. Colon. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, Woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Israel, your prophets have been like foxes in the waste places. Whoa, foxes in the waste places, name of my new Christian band. Love That's it. That's actually really good. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Okay, before you read on, what does a fox do in a waste place? Like root around and eat trash? That's what I'm assuming, right? Or like maybe eat rats that are eating trash? Are they trash babies? What do foxes eat? Are they scavengers? Well, they eat like eggs. They're always stealing eggs. Those foxy foxes. What? Pretty sure they're omnivores. Yeah. Wasn't there some cartoon where a fox was eating eggs? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> what does the fox eat? What does the fox say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we all know what the fox says. Yeah. But we don't know what the fox yeah. eats. Yeah. I think they're kind of no, like bears. They just kind of eat whatever they can find. They're so okay. cute. Yeah. They look like okay. kind of rodent cats with bushy tails, like a Sheba. Yeah. Like a house fox. Yeah. Yeah. Like a house, house fox. fox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah. other translations are saying jackals among ruins. Uh, boring. Or, I liked foxes. Yeah. Foxes in the waste places. Mm-hmm. What was it? The waste places. Waste. In the waste yes. places, yeah. Okay. yeah. Foxes it, in the waste wait, places. Wait, wait, wait. So is he talking about like Isaiah and Jeremiah and stuff? Or what is he talking about here? Who is he speaking of? Is he, is he smack talking the bad prophets, the foolish prophets? Yeah, of course. That's classic. Maybe he's saying the foolish prophets are predatory. Mm, okay. I see. You're all okay. garbage, and these foxes are coming after you. Huh. Oh, because you're garbage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he's basically just saying, go and prophecy against... Because he says the prophets... He says, woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So like the people who haven't had as wild of visions as you have, Ezekiel... <laughs> That's every single human, okay? (laughs) At this point, he's got the good stuff to see these visions. Okay. So this is still what he's saying to the fox prophets. You have not gone up into the gaps, neither built up the wall for the house of Israel to stand in the battle in the day of Yahweh. They have seen falsehood and lying divination who say, Yahweh says, semicolon, but Yahweh has not sent them, colon, and they have made men to hope that the word would be confirmed. Yeah, again. So just, just, just false, false. That was okay. really... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paraphrase what The Rock is saying here. Please, okay. thank you. Mm-hmm. What is The Rock cooking? He's saying, yeah, all these false prophets running around being like, well, Yahweh says, mena, 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 and Yahweh says, mena, 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 but they're lying and it's not true. Okay. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Also, they didn't, Patch up the wall and won't stand in battle on the day of Yahweh. Also that. That, that part was a little yeah. confusing. Yeah. Okay. Also, they're bad contractors. Yes. Okay. Haven't you seen a false vision 
And haven't you spoken a lying divination in that you say, Yahweh says, but I have not spoken? <laughs> Good. So, therefore, okay. <laughs> Yahweh has not said anything, even though you're saying that Yahweh has said something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's confusing because we have a lack of quotes in this translation. Yeah. It's like, who is speaking? God is speaking through. Ezekiel to these other prophets. Okay. He's not just saying it but to Ezekiel. Kinda... Through Ezekiel, who <laughs> who conveniently is questioning the legitimacy of his prophet competition. It's incredibly convenient. Yes. But, mm-hmm. you know, whatever makes him happy. Okay. Yeah. Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh, colon, because you have spoken falsehood and seen lies, therefore, behold, I am against you, says the Lord Yahweh. My hand shall be against the prophets who see false visions and who divine lies. They shall not be in the council of my people, neither shall they be written in the writing of the house of Israel, neither shall they enter into the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord Yahweh. Okay. Good. Okay. No. It would be intense if, if Ezekiel was saying that, just like with, uh, have you all seen Dune? Like with the voice? Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. 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 The, the like psychic mind power voice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because, even because they have seduced my people saying peace and there is no peace. And when one builds up a wall, behold, they daub it with whitewash. Oh, huh? Daub it? Dab it? Daub it? I think you D-A-U-B. Do you daub on whitewash or do you dab on whitewash? When I think of dabbing on, on whitewash, uh-huh. that feels more like applying a very small amount of whitewash. I see, and dabbing is more... Daub, I think, is kind of like a splattering it on. Hmm, okay. Really, Dedeker, really. Yes, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. this is not the last we're going to see of this word oh, dear. in this chapter. Oh, oh, okay. So, okay. Okay. So, so when one builds up a wall, behold, they daub it with whitewash. Tell those who daub it with whitewash that it shall fall. There shall be an overflowing shower. Uh, what? Plumbing problems abound. <laughs> and you, great hailstones, shall fall, and a stormy wind shall tear it. Behold, when the wall is fallen, shall it not be said to you, where is the daubing with which you have daubed it? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, cool. I'm losing the metaphor a little bit. Yeah, I don't know what's happening, think, but whatever. Okay, you erect the wall, you put whitewash on it, there's going to be a storm, yeah. it's going to fall down, and then someone's going to ask you, where's... Where did the daubing, did the daubing go? go? Not where did the wall go? Can I, can I take a try? I think I've got it. Yes. I think he's saying... What's his butt say? You're prophesying peace, but actually it's going to be war. And there's this wall. And instead of like patching it and reinforcing it, you're just painting it. Mm. And so when it's smashed down, I'm going to be like, where's all that paint you did? What's the good? It's smashed on the ground. That makes Pretty sense. Pretty sure that's what we're saying. One time a maintenance person came into my building to, to deal with some mold that was on the bathroom ceiling and they literally just painted over it. Painted over it. Yep. <laughs> what? Yes. What? And it was like fixed. Yep. That's LA apartments for you. <laughs> this is in Singapore, but same thing applies. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I guess apartments anywhere, really. Gosh. Oh, boy. Yuck. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, which... I'm looking at all the All the dobs. Which, uh, which were you dob? 12? 12. Which verb... Can I ask which verb is in the message? What does Eugene... Mm, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, what does Eugene have to say about all this? About all the dobbing. I'm willing to bet that Jace's interpretation is pretty accurate to what Eugene is going to say. Something about just painting over yeah. the right. wall. Okay. Uh, let's see here. They've said, no problem. Everything's just fine when things are not at all fine. (laughs) When people build a wall, they're right behind them slapping on whitewash. Tell those who are slapping on the whitewash. Slapping. (laughs) Slapping. Slapping it on. (laughs) When a torrent of rain comes and the hailstones crash down and the hurricane sweeps in and the wall collapses, what's the good of the whitewash that you slapped on so liberally, (laughs) making it look so good? I guess there's no good. Oh, both daubing and slapping. I'm really into these action verbs today. Yeah, yeah. daub and slap. I are you at 13? Yeah, I yeah, think, I think so. so. That's going to be the next dance craze, the daub and slap. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Other like, translations are boring. Uh, huh. Yeah. NIV just says cover with whitewash. Yeah. Like that's not. Uh, who fun. cares? Uh, yeah. But King James says daubing. So I guess that's where we got this verb from. Okay. Great. Fun. Okay. So, yeah, so where is the daubing with which you have daubed it? <laughs> 
<laughs> Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh, colon, I will even tear it with a stormy wind in my wrath, and there shall be an overflowing shower. Wait, did I say this already? Maybe, I think it's just but, repeating itself. You, oh no, you it's, you didn't. There, I didn't it was read this. it was in yeah. eleven, and now it's yeah. back in thirteen. Okay, so we can good, take good. a drink. Good, good drink. For yes, drink for repetition. Just keep drinking until I stop repeating myself. I will even tear it with a stormy wind in my wrath, and there shall be an overflowing shower in my anger, and great hailstones in wrath to consume it. So will I break down the wall that you have daubed with whitewash and bring it down to the ground so that the foundation of it shall be uncovered and it shall fall and you shall be consumed in the midst of it and you shall know that I am Yahweh. Can I just, can I just bring up that so much of this book that we've read, this, this entire book, mm-hmm. has been Yahweh talking about breaking things and destroying things and then maybe bringing it back but then destroying it again. Like, what's up with that? I don't know. Is that it just is really driving that point home over and over again? That Yahweh's more of a destroyer. It's fascinating to me. Than a creator, perhaps. Is he? Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting interpretation. But I've heard people say that in chapter next generation, he's like <laughs> the Bible TNG. Right. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> Captain Picard is less of a destroyer <laughs> and more see. of let's let our boy, who is the second in command? I don't know, that other guy that had the beard and he was pretty attractive. <laughs> Riker? Um, Riker? Yeah, Riker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So is Riker, <laughs> thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you. Was Riker I- I- Jesus? I don't know. We've gone so wow. far <laughs> off the rails now and wow. I love it. I, I love where your brain you has gone. I think he was. Emily, um, think so. the conclusion I'm taking from this is just I'm going to put Patrick Stewart on our list of potential people to cast. That's important. You know, yeah. got to add another yes, old white man. Obviously. To the list. Well, so, I know right. there are so many. We'll but percolate on that. He's lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's get back to this daubing. Okay. Okay. Thus will I accomplish my wrath on the wall and those who have daubed it with whitewash and I will tell you the wall is no more neither those who daubed it. <laughs> So those people are dead too? The daubers are dead. Ding dong. Ding dong. The daub is dead. Okay. <laughs> to wit, the prophets of Israel who prophesy concerning Jerusalem and who see visions of peace for her, and there is no peace, says the Lord Yahweh. You, son of man, set your face against the daughters of your people who prophesy out of their own heart and prophesy you against them and say, Thus says the Lord Yahweh, colon. Okay, so that was the prophecy against the daubers. This is now against the women, I guess. Oh, great. Great. <laughs> Woe to the women who sew pillows on all elbows. Oh, okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> okay. Huh? I, I would never do <laughs> this, that. I mean, to be fair, that is a valid complaint. <laughs> no, it's not. What the hell are you doing? It's not valid in any... What a niche. He's really, really going specific... What are the women who sew so pillows on, on all elbows? Like sew yeah. them into me, your sleeve re- so that you have a nice little cushion on your elbow when you're resting your chin in your hands? No. Uh, or was this the fashion like oh, of yeah, shoulder pads, pads in the nineties? It was elbow pads <laughs> it was in your <laughs> giant freaking blazers with like giant elbow pads. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. as ridiculous as the shoulder pad thing, right? It's ridiculous as much of fashion. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a little less, but it's pretty, yeah. yeah. That just makes you like more <laughs> angular, but this doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. What's what does Eugene, Eugene have to say? Saying? Yeah. What's Eugene got to say? Got to, got to do with yeah. it? Anyways. Um, let's see. Doom to the women who sew magic bracelets. Oh, that's very different. <laughs> that's a different implication, in, indeed. Yep. Uh, let's see. Bracelets. The NIV says, "Woe to the women who sew magic charms on huh. all their wrists." And sew them? I don't know if they're using the proper term. Just like put it on. Is it kind of like you know, like in the Green Knight, where she sewed the magic charms into the hems of like his belt and stuff? That's a different thing than like the yes. skin. It puts the lotion on the. Maybe skin. they crocheted. Maybe it was crocheting some magic mm. friendship bracelets. Now, now here's an interesting one that, that supports my fashion theory. Okay. So this comes from the complete Jewish Bible. 
And they say, woe to the women who sew magic pads for all arm okay, joints. Okay, this is even more. All arm <laughs> joints. So wrist. <laughs> How many joints are there in one's arm? Wrist, elbows, knees, and toes. Knees and toes. Those are not in your arms. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not your knee, not your toes, Dedeker. Okay, all arm joints. So wrist, elbow, shoulders. Yeah. Everything with a, a pad. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's happening. Maybe it, maybe he was actually mad. Maybe these at people were skateboarding. Oh, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Jay. Yeah. Thank you. Sports. Everyone was skateboarding or maybe even mm-hmm. figure skating, pair skating could use okay. a couple elbow pads. Okay. okay. Well, yeah. I'm gonna write this yeah. down. If you we fall. can do a deeper dive in the bonus. This is, yeah, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. Okay. Really weird. All right, keep going. So that's not the only thing they're doing. Oh god, of course not. So we're saying woe to these. Okay, let me find my place again. It was elbow pillows. 18. Yeah. 18, yes. And 19, yeah. Woe to the women who sew pillows on all elbows and make kerchiefs for the head of persons of every stature to hunt souls. Okay, geez, okay. Are they playing Dark Souls? They're playing playing Dark Dark Souls. Souls. Hold on, hold on, you had to clarify. And it's fine. Persons of every stature. Mm -hmm. They make kerchiefs for everyone, short, tall, so that they can hunt souls. Yeah. There's some Halloween shit okay. going on. It really is. Yeah, I mean, this is a perfect episode, really. <laughs> yeah. So so Eugene says magic bracelets and head scarves to suit every taste, devices to trap souls. <laughs> what is this device? <laughs> on your head? These head scarves. Yeah, soul trapping scarves. What? I guess maybe the, the elbow pads are also soul trapping. You just stuff the soul into a little like. Once again, Yahweh is doing a really terrible job of trying to diss on other gods and religions because everything he mentions sounds way cooler than what he's got going on. (laughs) The sex and religion shrine, some soul trapping scarves. I'm really into it. Souls. Yeah. So the NIV says to make veils of various lengths for their heads in order to ensnare people. Now, that's slightly different. Weird. That's slightly different. That could be seducing people. That could be literally, I'm going to take it off my head and like lasso you like a calf. Right. (laughs) Anything. Okay. So they're playing Dark Souls and Tony Hawk. Definitely. At the same time. Yes. On two different computer systems. Mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm. Okay. Will you hunt the souls of my people and save souls alive for yourselves? You have profaned me among my people for handfuls of barley and for pieces of bread to kill the souls who should not die and to save the souls alive who should not live Mm. by your lying to my people who listen to lies. Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh, behold, I am against your pillows. (laughs) I'm glad to hear it, Yahweh. I'm glad to hear it. Okay. I hate your pillows. These I may be some of the pillows. best Bible verses to use out of context that I've ever encountered. I hate yeah. your pillows. <laughs> Ezekiel, nine, uh, what, 13 slash 19. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wow. Um, <clears throat> I am against your pillows, with which you there hunt the souls to make them fly, and I will tear them from your arms, and I will let the souls go. Even the souls you hunt to make them fly. What? What is happening? Wow. What is happening? Wow. <laughs> so, okay, this is adding a, a level of legitimacy where he's he's like, no, no, I believe you are capturing souls. That is correct. And I'm going to rectify that. They are giving that. you flight. <laughs> but I hate it. <laughs> and I'm against it. I'm against this pillow-based method of capturing souls. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that was the best that they had at that point to capture souls. Like, Versus what? Like a Polaroid camera? Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> what, or like, I don't know, a net or a something. Bottle. I'm like, yeah. how does Link do it? He has a bottle and he puts mm. the Poe in the bottle and then mm. he gets to sell it to the Poe <laughs> right. person. Okay, okay, yeah. We, okay, we're still in this yeah. first chapter, So he, he does better than this. I know, I know, gosh. That's what I'm he, saying. <laughs> okay, I know. We got to choose. In a short episode, my ass. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't just hate pillows, though, because the next verse goes yeah. on. Your kerchiefs also will I tear and deliver my people out of your hand, and they shall be no more in your hand to be hunted, and you shall know that I am Yahweh. 
Why is this only women doing this, by the way? Oh, you know, women are witchy. Well, I guess because women are the worst. Yeah, it's like all the men are off whitewashing walls and the women are making elbow pillows. Yes, the the, the proper division of labor, I would say. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, clearly. Uh huh. Because with lies you have grieved the heart of the righteous, whom I have not made sad, and strengthened the hands of the wicked, that he should not return from his wicked way and be saved alive. Therefore, you shall no more see false visions, nor practice divination. I will deliver my people out of your hand, and you shall know that I am Yahweh. That's the end of the chapter. Wow. Finally. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Every time I think we're going to hit a As lull, always, I need a breath. Yeah. In Ezekiel. I need a moment. It just keeps coming. It just keeps that coming. That was one chapter. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, think, I think we need a moment to recompose ourselves. So we're going to do the rest of the episode after this? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to do that. I think we need a moment. Yes. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show. Help keep this. Imagine if this wasn't in your life. And imagine <laughs> how, how many other people out there, this is not in their life yet. That they don't yet know that this is in word. the Bible. <laughs> they don't know the good word of Ezekiel and elbow pillows. What if they're making elbow pillows for themselves and they don't know how much Yahweh hates that? Because they would ne- mm. you'd never think, right? You're like, okay, I've heard the thing about, you know, mixing fabrics, but elbow pillows, that's fine. That's probably fine. I don't, there's nothing, can't be anything about that in the Bible, but they wouldn't know. So bring your friends, <laughs> tell them all about the show, have them check out Ezekiel. And if you're able to and willing, we would love it if you could support us financially on Patreon at patreon.com slash study. As a thank you for that, we have early releases of episodes, Emily's drink recipes, and give you a personal toast on the show because we love you. Love you. And we are back in action with Ezekiel. I was about to say Isaiah. This is not Isaiah. Ezekiel 14. Here we go. Then came certain of the elders of Israel to me and sat before me. Oh. Oh, yeah. Cert, uh, certain of the elders. So like... So not all the elders. Some of them. Just a few. couple mm-hmm. members. Couple okay. The word of Yahweh came to me saying, Son of man... These men have taken their idols into their heart and put the stumbling block of their iniquity before their face. Should I be inquired of at all by them? The stumbling block of their iniquity. What do you think that is? Yeah. I think just that they're bad. They're they're bad. They're bad. They're they're bad. They're they're worshiping idols. Bad, bad boys. Okay. Yeah. Therefore, speak to them and tell them, thus says the Lord Yahweh. Every man of the house of Israel who takes his idols into his heart and puts the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face and comes to the prophet, I, Yahweh, will answer him therein according to the multitude of his idols, that I may take the house of Israel into their own heart because they are all estranged from me through their idols. Therefore, tell the house of Israel, thus says the Lord Yahweh, return you and turn yourself from your idols. And turn away your faces from all your abominations. For everyone of the house of Israel or of the strangers who sojourn in Israel, who separates himself from me and takes his idols into his heart and puts the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face and comes to the prophet to inquire for himself of me, I, Yahweh, will answer him by myself. And I will set my face against that man and I will make him an astonishment for a sign and a proverb, and I will cut him off from the midst of my people, and you shall know that I am Yahweh. He's super mad, guys. He's super mad. Yeah, yeah. this feels so comfortable, mad. familiar. Yeah. Though, yeah. Harping on the whole idols thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, when your old grandpa tells you the same story all the time, but you still kind of love it anyway. It's like that, but with The Rock telling us this story about how much <laughs> okay. he hates idols. Oh, The Rock. There he goes again. Yeah. Indeed. If the prophet be deceived and speak a word, I, Yahweh, have deceived that prophet, and I will stretch out my hand on him, and I will destroy him from the midst of my people of Israel. Whoa. Okay, this is interesting, because the vibe I get from looking at the message is very different. Oh, really? Really? Pretty tell. So he says, if a prophet is deceived and tells these idolaters the lies they want to hear, I, God, get blamed for those lies. Huh. 
Whereas the way you read it sounds like he was saying, no, I did do that. No, I did it. I yeah. made them lie. Yeah. Mm, that is huh. interesting. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. They shall bear their iniquity. The iniquity of the prophet shall be even as the iniquity of him who seeks to him, that the house of Israel may go no more astray from me, neither defile themselves any more with all their transgressions, but that they may be my people and I may be their God, says Lord Yahweh. The word of Yahweh came to me saying, son of man, when a land sins against me by committing a trespass and I stretch out my hand on it and break the staff of the bread of it and send famine on it and cut off from it man and animal, though these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it. Job, first of all. Job. Emily. Job. Job. Crap. Job. Emily. Job. Come on. That guy. We, we only read that book for several months. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, but it was like, I don't know, three years ago. It was, it was a while ago. Job, Noah, Daniel, and Job. Have we talked about Daniel yet? We've not gotten officially to the story of Daniel. Or Job. In our reading of this book. Well, I mean, in the order of the books in the Bible, too, I don't think the readers would have been to Job. And also, I thought, yeah, I guess that, that he was a known character. He's just never been referenced before. Yeah. Yeah, this is a first. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't even realize Job was at all referenced outside of his own book. Yeah. And is that like prophesying into the future, this this like guy and this other dude or what? No, 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 because so. Job is much older. Job is a yeah. much older story chronologically right. than what's taking place right now. Job is? I don't know. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. He's just right. kind of name dropping right now. Huh. Yeah. Same so, with Noah. <laughs> Noah was a much older story. Yeah, of course, Noah. But Daniel? So you, Eugene here adds to this list and he says, Noah, Daniel, and Job, the big three. He gives them a title. <laughs> well, what does that mean, though? No, but they are not the ones I would count as called the big three. Right? Big three book. of what? I thought for sure it was like Moses, Abraham, and Jacob. Jacob yeah. is who I would call the big three. Yeah. That's who I would have thought was the... Or, or uh-huh. maybe you could also call the big three like Moses, David... Yeah, David, and of course. Jacob, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Big sexy. There's lots of threes. that I, These were not the three I would have picked. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> this is like the B team. Yeah, well, at least two of them are. I don't know. Everyone, like, loves Joe, but whatever. Yeah, he was kind of annoying. Um, Though these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they should deliver but their own souls by their righteousness, says the Lord Yahweh. If I cause evil animals to pass through the land and they ravage it and it be made desolate so that no man may pass through because of the animals. Though these three men were in it as I live, says the Lord Yahweh, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters. They only should be delivered, but the land should be desolate. I I need some help. I need some help with this. Please. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't have a lot of help for you is the thing. Really? Here's what Eugene's got. So he says, they sin against me by living faithlessly and I reach out and destroy its food supply by bringing on a famine, wiping out humans and animals alike. Even if Noah, Daniel, and Job, the big three, were alive at the time, it wouldn't do the population any good. Their righteousness would only save their own lives. Okay. I think that's what he's getting at. Saying like, not even their descendants or whatever, like even these guys weren't good enough to make excuses for you. For other people. Huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Or if I make wild animals go through the country so that everyone has to leave and the country becomes wilderness and no one dares enter it anymore because of the wild animals. Even if these three men were living there, as sure as I am the living God, neither their sons nor daughters would be rescued, but only those three. And the country would revert to wilderness. Jeez. That's not very nice. I think that makes sense with what you read. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The land shall be desolate. Or if I bring a sword on that land and say, sword, go through the land so that I cut (laughs) off. This is our first fully anthropomorphized sword. Usually the sword is attached to somebody. That's true. Mm. Now now it's just going to like wave through the air and murder Mm. people. A flying sword. Yeah. Yep. So that I cut off from it man and animal. Though these three men were in it, as I live, says the (laughs) Yordway. Yordwale, okay, <laughs> Lord Yahweh, 
They should deliver neither sons nor daughters, but they only should be delivered themselves. Okay. Or if I send a pestilence into the land and pour out my wrath on it in blood and cut off from it man and animal, though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, as I live, says the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, as I live, says the Lord Yahweh, they should deliver neither son nor daughter. They should but deliver their own souls by their righteousness. For thus says the Lord Yahweh, how much more when I send my four sore judgments on Jerusalem, the sword and the famine and the evil animals and the pestilence to cut off from it man and animal. Yeah. It's a slightly different set of horsemen of the apocalypse. I don't remember the evil animals, horsemen. Oh, is this a horseman reference? I thought that that didn't happen until my favorite book, Revelation. I don't think it actually is. It is just convenient, though, that it's four bad things. I mean, John Michael is talking about this a little bit in the chat, but just that Ezekiel was drawn on a lot for Revelation. Oh, so it's more like he yes. originated some of these ideas. Cool. And like quotations from him and imagery from him is then reused. So it's the other way around. He's not referencing that. But as Dedeker pointed out, They're it's interesting him. that the four horsemen that we all know and love, wild animals, is not ever one of them. <laughs> so this is a fun alternate reality. But it's literally four horsemen, so shouldn't animals be a part of it? I don't know. It's one of the horsemen is a horse, horse riding a horse. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Just a little horse jogging. <laughs> It's a wild horse riding a domesticated uh-huh. horse. I yes. think that's what we're going for here. Yeah, Will Arnett is definitely making multiple appearances. He's, oh, yeah. all, he's all four horses as well as the horseman. Yes. As well as Bojack Horseman riding a domesticated horse or non-domesticated? I don't know. Anyways. Yet, behold, therein shall be left a remnant that shall be carried forth. Both sons and daughters, behold, they shall come forth to you, and you shall see their way and their doings, and you shall be comforted concerning the evil that I have brought on Jerusalem, even concerning all that I have brought on it. They shall comfort you when you see their way and their doings, and you shall know that I have not done without cause all that I have done in it, says the Lord Yahweh. So like I did it for good reasons or something? I don't know. Yeah. He always does it for good reasons in his brain. Okay. Okay. Our last chapter. Right. Oh, so yeah. I have a fun, a fun little insight here. I just saw as I got to the bottom of the page in the footnotes for the NIV, uh-huh. where it says Daniel. It says or Danel. Who? So Daniel without the I, a man of renown in ancient literature. Oh, Excuse so it could have been a different. Me? We need to learn more about this Danel. So that would explain the time paradox. Oh, about. Danelle? Yeah, let's look into Danelle. Danielle. Danelle. Danelle. Yeah. Wow. Coco Danelle. What? <laughs> okay. Our last one. Okay. It's a short one. Short and hopefully sweet. <laughs> Chapter 15. The word of Yahweh came to me saying, Son of man, what is the vine tree more than any tree? The vine branch, which is among the trees of the forest? Question mark. Can I? <laughs> Shall. <laughs> <laughs> Shall wood be taken of it to make any work? Or will men take a pin of it to hang any vessel thereon? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let me help you out with Eugene here. Okay. Eugene says, son of man, how would you compare the wood of a vine with the branches of any tree you'd find in the forest? Is vine wood ever used to make anything? Is it used to make pegs to hang things from? <laughs> I don't know. All right, that's a fair observation. Okay, yeah. All right, okay. Behold, it is cast into the fire for fuel. The fire has devoured both the ends of it, and the midst of it is burned. Is it profitable for any work? Behold, when it was whole, it was meat for no work. How much less when the fire has devoured it and it is burned, shall it yet be meat for any work? So, okay, garbage grapes come from garbage vines. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And vines are just garbage. Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh, as the vine tree among the trees of the forest, which I have given to the fire for fuel, so will I give the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Hmm. I will set my face against them. They shall go forth from the fire, but the fire shall devour them. And you shall know that I am Yahweh when I set my face against them. I will make the land desolate because they have committed a trespass, says the Lord Yahweh. That's the end of that one. Okay. It's a fun little button to today's episode. 
fun little yeah. Okay. Where we're, our first our first chapter was all about dobbing and pillows, dabbing, and dabbing, then our dabbing. our second one was <laughs> all about animals riding other mm-hmm. animals, mm. and then the last Amazing. one was about garbage vines. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Little themes for each for each cute. chapter. Yeah. 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 Well. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. Psalm 65. For the chief musician, a psalm by David. A song. Hmm. It's a song. I just I can't tell you anything else about it. But it. Aren't they all songs? Like, technically? I, I don't know. Now it's everything's brought into question. You had to specify it's a song. All right, well, not enough. Praise waits for you, God, in Zion. Vows shall be performed to you. You who hear prayer, all men will come to you. Sins overwhelmed me, but you atoned for our transgressions. Blessed is the one but whom you choose and cause to come near, that he may live in your courts. We will be filled with the goodness of your house, your holy temple. By awesome deeds of righteousness, you answer us, (laughs) God of our salvation. Amazing. You who are the hope of all the ends of the earth and those who are far away on the sea. By your power, you form the mountains, having armed yourself with strength. You still the roaring of the seas the roaring of their waves, and the turmoil of the nations. They also, who dwell in faraway places, are afraid at your wonders. Hmm. You call the morning's dawn and the evening's with songs of joy. You visit the earth and water it. Oh, that's nice. You greatly enrich it. Yeah, it's a very different time. Or you just like wreak havoc. Yeah, it's a different time (laughs) during David's life. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The river of God is full of water. You provide them grain, for so you have ordained it. You drench its furrows, you level its ridges, you soften it with showers, you bless it with a crop. You crown the year with your bounty, your carts overflow with abundance. The wilderness grasslands overflow, the hills are alive with the sound of music. No, (laughs) the hills are clothed with gladness, the pastures are covered with flocks, the valleys are also clothed with grain. They shout for joy and also sing. Oh, Mm. wow. Wow. That was a moment in time. He was having a good day, clearly. He was. You know what? He was. I was picturing the whole thing in Keanu Reeves' voice, and I had to Mm. tone that down for you. I just let it come out a couple times. Is Keanu Reeves David? No. No. Timothy Chalamet. It was just when he said it was righteous. It just made me think of, of Bill and Ted. Yeah, All right, Psalm 66. For mm. the chief musician, a song, a psalm. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> okay. is it the other way song around this time? Slash asylum. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, the other way around. He switched it up. Yes. Make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Sing to the glory of his name. Offer glory and praise. Tell God how awesome are your deeds. Awesome. Through the greatness of your power, your enemies submit themselves to you. All the earth will worship you and will sing to you. They will sing to your name, Selah. Come and see God's deeds. Awesome work on behalf of the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the river on foot. Oh, a good callback. Oh, yeah, Nice fun. callback. Okay. There we rejoiced in him. He rules by his might forever. His eyes watch the nations. Don't let the rebellious rise up against him, Selah. Praise our God, you peoples. Make the sound of his praise heard. Who preserves our life among the living and doesn't allow our feet to be moved? For you, God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into prison. You laid a burden on our backs. You allowed men to ride over our heads. (laughs) Yikes. Okay. In what context? We went through fire and through water, but you brought us to the place of abundance. I will come into your temple with burnt offerings. I will pay my vows to you, which my lips promised and my mouth spoke when I was in distress. Okay. I'm not just a fair weather friend, Yahweh. Right, yeah. I will offer to you burnt offerings of fat animals (laughs) with the offering of rams. I will offer bulls with goats. Selah. Come and hear, all you who fear God. I will declare what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth. 
he was extolled with my tongue. Oh, yes, he if was. If I cherished Quiet. sin in my heart, the Lord wouldn't have listened. But most certainly God has listened. He has heard the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, who has not turned away my prayer, nor his loving kindness from me. Oh, yes. Uh, thank you, John Michael, in the chat for correcting me. Timothy Chalamet was Jonathan, not David. We cast Sebastian Stan as David. Good David. And then we cast Adam Driver as Saul. Okay, Just that's a good. little refresher of all the yeah. important cast of characters from that book. So there's a lot of sexual tension there, just like all so, around. Oh, dripping. Mm-hmm. Just drip. Just dripping. Drip, drip, dripping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, we have a toast. Dedeker. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Do you want to get on that toast? So, our new patron, David Jonathan. Let's give a toast. I have to say, and I'm going to call him out just because he's here. Uh, this is a very special patron in my heart. Uh, I met David when I was seven years old in Sunday school. We grew wow. up going to the same church together. Wow. And I just have to say that I think really that's where drunk Bible study began wow. for me. Was way back then because this you were like one day I'm going to be reading these drunk. <laughs> our tra- <laughs> no, Susan, our tradition, the tradition we now have in the show of reading the message and just laughing at the wackadoodle translations that started with me and David way back in the day, yeah. where we would sit in church and to keep ourselves entertained, we'd open up the message and just crack up, and then our parents would separate us, but we'd still find Aww. a way to like meet eyes across the sanctuary Amazing. and crack up a thing. So this has been a long running tradition and I'm so happy that he's a patron of the show. How lovely. Yes. Yay. Thanks so <laughs> Yay. much, David. Wow. How lovely. Yay, David. Good to see you. Well, thanks everyone for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the, the, the. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad. He's in a book club.